Hi, this is Jen, and this is the Let's Chat Paranormal podcast. I am here with my brother, Eric, and my boyfriend, Jesse. Say hi, guys. What's going going on? on? And we're here for our 54th episode. 50, wait, yeah, 54. (laughs) You blew it. You blew it. You know what? Don't tell Duolingo. (laughs) Oh, we know. Yeah, they're already sending me push notifications. You suck. Yeah, anyways, we're here. Um, This is going to be an episode all Eric. Yes. He is going to be talking about the succubus. Yes, since my sister didn't want to do a sexual... uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> story been, last week I, she's I been really to... being yeah. careful on it yeah i was like yeah i'm gonna go cryptid this week and they're all like you know what we have a quota <laughs> to me <laughs> and so eric decided to to do yes. that we gotta give the people what they want exactly exactly and yeah you know what let's it's just not throw about in... you it's about the consumer i'm just gonna say let's throw out a free rumpology <laughs> bring wow. them in this is this is you endorsing this huh you know and i'm not even drinking <laughs> what is in my, oh my ice God. jesus <laughs> <laughs> it's lead from this new right. ice maker it's, that you got. It's been the free rumpology uh, reading she's been getting. <laughs> <laughs> Sir. Anywho. Oh, um, my goodness. Anyways, you can find our podcast on Spotify, Podbean, Audible, uh, Apple Podcasts, and just wherever you guys have been listening to. And uh, if you guys can please rate us uh, something good. But also on Spotify, they just introduced a rating system. So if you can go leave us a five star, we'd be really appreciative of it because I don't think our ratings show until enough people rate. And yeah, so yeah, yeah. it'll look really cool if we have five stars. So, and if you're one of our friends that has a podcast, uh, I'll do the favor back. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. And, you know, while we're on the topic, uh, I wanted to just throw it out there. Uh, I think I mentioned it to my sister. I'd like I'd like anybody, all our listeners out there, tell us, you know, what y'all want more. Tell us what we're doing good. Give us some some feedback, you yeah. know, on what y'all want to hear more? Do you, do y'all hear like hearing us perverse some of these uh, <laughs> <laughs> these uh, cryptids and witches and stuff, or do y'all want to hear more serious content, or are we just doing pretty good as or, we're going? Are you guys enjoying these paranormal potlucks as much as we are? Oh yeah, because uh, yeah. I am enjoying the fuck out of paranormal potlucks. I'm not ju- I'm not lying. <laughs> So, but anyways. Yeah, yeah. We we want to know if you want more cowbell or less cowbell, guys. <laughs> more cowbell. But anywho, uh, you can send in your stories to letschatparanormal at gmail.com. Uh, you can either send in the story or we could set up a time where we could have you on the show or we could do a Zoom meeting or if you're local, uh, we could possibly do it in person. Uh, also, if you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram, just like, comment, whatever, give us some interaction on our socials so we don't look like we're just posting for ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah that's about it so uh before we begin creepy updates i actually have one you have a creepy update yes and i don't know if it's a real (laughs) creepy update it just happened a little while ago so i might be stealing jesse's creepy update did you fart by accident and didn't know who did it no that's that's always lola it's always lola who farts here it's never me (laughs) 
Anyways, <laughs> do y'all have any creepy updates? Uh, I actually do not, but I have an idea for a uh, creepy pasta that kind of goes into what we were talking about last week with the uh, ocean spookiness. Oh, okay. Okay, so I'll let you go first because mine is kind of lame. I'm. I, this is me putting something out there that I think is uh, people are gonna think is lame. Oh, okay. <laughs> you're already throwing it out there that they should think it's lame no this is this is me being uh self-conscious right like i don't think anything that i put out there is ever that oh okay gotcha gotcha so all right well um i'm pretty sure jesse's gonna know what i'm about to say so i was back there in the laundry room looking for i bought sal a little hat that I'm <laughs> okay. that I could not find. That is why I'm attempting to crochet him one right now. But um, so I'm back there, and I have I told Sal like, don't come in this room. It's too cold for you. And so when like I look up, and then Jesse's like pissed off at me. He's all like, "What did you do? Like, what did you say to him?" I was like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> I'm like, "I've been fucking looking for his hat." And then, like, Jesse was all, you scared him. He's shaking right now. What and, the fuck? And, like, he, like, I don't know, Jesse, you take over because you're the one that, like. Oh, well, yeah, I was just, you know, minding my own business over here. Okay. <laughs> trying to stay away from everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get and, it. And uh, he just comes running. He's like, da, da. I was all like, what? He's all so scared. And, like, he grabs me by the leg and he's, like, clenched on tight and he's shivering. And I'm like, are you cold or are you scared? He's like scared. I was like, "What happened?" I was like, "Mama scare me." And I was oh, like, "Well, how did she scare you?" She's in the back room. And I was like, "Okay." So I'm like trying to get him, and he's like, "No, don't go back there. Scary." And I was all oh, like, "Shit!" I was like, "What the fuck is she doing? It's so scary back there." <laughs> and I was all like, "Okay." So I'm literally like dragging him with my leg because he doesn't want to go. Okay, okay. But he's held on, and I'm like, "Where?" So as soon as we reach that threshold, he's like, no, 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 shh, shh, scary, scary. And I was like, okay. I'm like, I was like, well, I was like, your mom doesn't scare me. So I'm like, I, I like <laughs> literally like kept going and he, uh, he's like in there. And I was like, yeah. And I hear her, right? Mom was like, I'm like, what did you do? I was like, did you do the, the dad thing? Or like your dad does the eye flip thingy oh or God, something? Oh, that's so gross. And I was like, what did you do? And she's she like. She put her, her foot on his face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's like i heard her walking <laughs> um, when i was like what are you she's like i didn't do anything to him and he's just like looking at her and i'm like okay i was like well false alarm i guess i was like i'm fucking weirdos <laughs> yeah but that was it so do you think uh doppelganger mommy followed me here i hope not but that's literally the first fucking thing i thought of i was like oh no creepy mommy so yeah i hope not because oh no um anywho's i messed up right now (laughs) i've been i accidentally crocheted the tail into it but anyways um yeah i was very concerned about that i was all like why is he like seeing scary me because most of the time like i try to be very comforting like jesse will tell you he will literally like run for me first if he's scared and that's like the opposite of what he did tonight yeah. Yeah, so. so what's wrong with you boy <laughs> <laughs> wow doppelganger mom doppelganger mommy is over here now not about it because <laughs> if i see myself i'm a slapper <laughs> <laughs> girl <laughs> she did some kind of uh accidental invocation in spanish i know 
So I accidentally summoned something in Latin when I was attempting to say fucking car in Spanish. <laughs> attempting to roll my R's. <laughs> you ordered fries instead of rice. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Alrighty. Um, okay. Tell me your creepypasta idea. Okay. So... Uh, and and forgive me if this has already been done, but I've never heard it before. But consider what we just talked about last week, right? About mm-hmm. the depths and how we know very little about this stuff. Mm-hmm. And the well-known fact that scientists and, uh, oh God, what do you call scientists that study? Like, marine biologists? Marine biologists. They all can agree that whales dolphins uh orcas all of these things uh, can communicate with each other right like with their own language what if in the near future we deciphered their language and they told us something that we did not want to know oh my god i would love that that sounds amazing (laughs) who says that hasn't happened already this is true who knows knows? google translate (laughs) there's an app for that I mean, what if they told us that there there is something down there that's uh, on its way to get us because we've uh, betrayed our planet? You know what? I'd believe it. I'd be like, yeah, we kind of deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, I think till uh, recently, just not to throw in there, they've actually started to find trash in the Mariana Trench. What oh, the wow. fuck? Wow. Yes, like plastic. That's mm. bad. Yeah, so Shit. that very uh, undiscovered and very delicate ecosystem down there is already yeah. being introduced to our lovely plastics <laughs> and trash. <laughs> yeah, terrible. That's, that's going to wake up the Kraken, and then that's when we're all fucked. That's when all the kaiju come out. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I mean. Like, what if, what if they told us that there are creatures older than we know? <laughs> They're like, <laughs> it just... Like, why are we being attacked? Your flashlight hit my arm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. This is, this is where I draw the line. <laughs> it got stuck in my hole yeah. at the top of my head. Brody. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh my no god. more talk of that, please. All right. But yeah, that was my, my creepypasta idea. Yeah, I, I that don't... sounds really fucking cool. <laughs> Anyways, okay, so I don't. Do we have any other creepy updates before we begin? No, just remembering how sweaty your feet are. It's just... They're not sweaty right now. Because it's literally freezing outside. (laughs) It's a condition. (laughs) All right. Anyways. All right, guys. Sit back and uh, pop open a code one. Get your... What is it? Salsa Getty and all that. And let's sit back and listen to some succubus facts. All right. Okay, so like you said, yeah, I'm doing the succubus because, uh, yeah, I found it really interesting on top of the fact that you can actually, you know, kind of have sex with this thing. <laughs> that was the main draw for you. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Well, I'm uh, so, you know, Jesse was speaking about giving the audience what they want. I'm going to actually tell you a story of a guy who uh, performed a ritual to summon a sex demon. You know what? I believe it. Yep. So there you go. All right, but we got to start off from the very beginning. We got to start off with the history of the succubus and its origins. Wait, before okay. that, are you talking about the the Red Dragon book? The Red Dragon book. Oh no. 
No. This? No. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to be like, <laughs> yeah, like I've tried it before. <laughs> well, funny, before we jump into that. Okay. Okay. So an altered copy of this book exists out here for people, but it said that, the, well, it's a fact. The Vatican has the original copy. Okay. And refuses anybody to take a look at it. Because it's, it's, it's in its, uh, uh, like, books that humanity isn't meant to have type of deal. Okay, okay. Which is, I think it's utter bullshit. Like, if we want to summon some stuff, <laughs> we should be able <laughs> Okay. So, uh, yeah, aside from crazy people summoning sex demons, uh, which I think they would be terrified. Like, the sex demon would be. Oh, well, <laughs> I was... Uh, okay, anywho. <laughs> so, like, not you again, damn it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh, but, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and get into the succubus. Okay. The things so. he asks me to do. <laughs> god <laughs> that's terrible he puts pixie sticks in his coke yeah <laughs> that's gross so uh, so let's let's begin a succubus is a demon or supernatural entity in folklore in female form that appears in dreams to seduce men usually through sexual activity according to religious tradition repeated sexual activity with a succubus can cause poor physical or mental health and even death in modern times, a succubus is often depicted as a beautiful uh, seductress or enchantress rather than, you know, a demonic uh, being or, you know, being frightening in <laughs> sight, which uh, just shows you how we can perverse anything. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't know if you knew this, but I found it very interesting and I don't know why it didn't dawn on me to kind of think about this. So the term derives from the late Latin succuba or paramour from uh, succubere which means to lie beneath or under and cubere is to lie right okay so basically it means to lie under implying the sexual position of the denomonic form ooh interesting yeah so let's get into the origin of where this all began and it starts with a person named Lilith Okay. And I don't know if anybody would be familiar with her. She was uh, Adam's first wife in biblical term, times, right? So the origins can be dated back to biblical time and the telling of the story of Lilith, Adam's first wife. Lilith, Lilith, who was crafted from the same primordial matter as her counterpart by God. At some point in time, while she strolled the prime, primeval plains, Lilith met with Lucifer. And the two had a rather a missable conversation shortly after the morning star was admonished by the lord during the conversation lucifer managed to persuade lilith into siding with him as well he convinced her that since lilith had been created from clay the same as adam she is equal to him and therefore should not be under him she would not or she would be no puppet bound to any strings lilith was enlightened by the morning star's words Immediately upon returning, Lilith and Adam began to bicker as she refused to lay at the bottom, while Adam was on top during intercourse, only for Adam to counter her by saying that he will only be on top since he is superior. But Lilith rebuted him by saying that they were both made equal with their argument going back and forth. Lilith basically demanded equality from Adam and, failing to acquire it, exclaimed God's infallible name and left him in anger. 
Adam in return complained to God that he was his wife had deserted him, which kind of sounds bitchy. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. That kind of <laughs> sounds bitchy. So she didn't do what I wanted her to do. <laughs> yeah. Like for real, this this she wanted to put fingers in places I didn't wasn't comfortable with. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So God sent three angels to take Lilith back to Eden, who found her in the Red Sea. They threatened her with the loss of a hundred of her children every day unless she returned to Adam. She refused and was punished by having all of her children slain. Distraught, Lilith completely left the Garden of Eden, sulking in misery and abandonment. At some point, Lilith came across the archangel Samael, or better known as Lucifer, who was cast out from the mountain of God due to his misanthropic views on humanity. While he was initially hostile towards Lilith due to the fact that she was human, she stated that her supposed one purpose in existence to be submissive to Adam is nothing but a farce, a blindfold to keep her from finding and achieving a higher goal. She wanted no part in humanity's affair within the oncoming centuries and instead would rather be above them than below them. Further going on to say that she shares Samael's view when it comes to the destructive nature of what humans will bring with no concept of equality between them and their societies. Through this joining, Samael and Lilith mated and thus forth birthing Lilin, Demon Spawn, and Succubus. Hmm. So that there is so much more to that story. That is that is a very condensed and generalized version of the story that I put together. Yeah, it's, because it's pretty it's got a lot of details in it. It it has very many details because she actually found Samael wounded. Uh, and she was caring for his wounds and being the misogynistic, you know, embodiment of man. He wanted nothing from her. But, uh, you, you know, and, and I'll be the first to say this, right? Like women are in many ways far superior than men uh, and, you know, and vice versa. We, we bring things to the table that the other couldn't. Right. Mm -hmm. So uh, you can almost say that uh, Lilith was like the first feminist. For real. That's, that's what I was saying to myself when I, I was listening. I was like, go oh, girl. That's right. <laughs> but, well, I, I'm just, I find it very interesting because I, of course, I have heard the story of Lilith, but I did not know about Lilin. So mm -hmm. that's interesting. Yeah. And uh, she does take on a transformation of becoming, uh, well, basically, she kind of crowns herself the queen of, of hell. Go and girl. uh you know the the queen of all demons so uh like, like i said there is so so much more but in terms of like context whether it relates to the succubus or you know just uh basically what i'm saying is like if we needed to we could do a whole subject on Lilith. period because yeah, she, um <clears throat> i think she pushes up because uh it's original jewish mysticism that starts off with her so yes yes <clears throat> essentially any um christian to catholic not they're not really they don't like to mention it at all so right, it's right. only till about i want to say the pentecostals that got into it yeah i think yeah that yeah, yeah, started absolutely. actually yeah. uh using her to uh kind of guilt christian women mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know like you don't want to be a lilith you know oh yeah yeah, yeah. so <laughs> well because <clears throat> they they're basically saying like hey you know 
this is what happened when you know mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. you know you against the word of God, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, th- there is, I mean, uh, so even in the story, like the three angels that uh, are sent for her, they kind of hunt her till like the end of time. Like, uh, if if there is still a biblical war going on right now, those three angels are still hunting her. Oh and wow! There's there's also a, f- a really interesting. Uh, passage to that is where she actually cuts a deal with these guys yeah yeah you were mentioning that earlier and yeah. uh in some countries and still for some people's uh religions it's a charm that they put over their their kids when they're newly born so that she won't uh take them uh-huh, uh-huh. uh she made this deal with the three angels saying hey uh you know pretty much let me be we'll cut it uh at an end here and um i will spare all the children of men that bear you your three names mm-hmm. you know within i think it's uh from newborn to like about three or three years old for boys and then from like newborn to like six years for for girls okay because okay. she's known to take them even right older than that so what do you mean take them like to hell or? so she she eats babies oh shit okay i don't want to be like lilith never mind <laughs> or or she just you know takes them just yeah oh yeah and that is the other ver- the version that i also uh read was that she will turn them into succubi as well yeah just corrupt uh, a lot of people uh whenever children are lured in the wilderness they'll li- leave that up to her that she's that always she's the one that took them yeah like she's always out there luring mm-hmm. Uh, men, women, just sounds kind of like La Llorona. Just gonna throw it out there. Well, I mean, yeah, she essentially, yeah, she's like in the the she's the archetype, yeah, of what that is, you know. Oh, did we just stumble across something? Oh, fake. Sounds like it. <laughs> yes, yes, we 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 are now professionals. <laughs> Get me a TV show with Zach Bagans. <laughs> oh God, is that gonna be your incubus? <laughs> no, he's so dumb. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> At least we got you to admit it. <laughs> He's entertaining. <laughs> Look at these biceps. No, come here. Look at these triceps. Get Johnny Bravo. Yeah. yeah, that's essentially how I see him. Oh just... my God, he is Johnny Bravo in human form. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> Anyway, if we ever become famous and he listens to one of these episodes and we need him, me. yeah, he's gonna hate us. So, like, I thought you liked me. <laughs> you were in my fan club. Oh, it's gonna block me <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's continue with uh, our Lilith journey. Mm-hmm. So, in the Malleus Maleficarum, which if uh, anybody out there has listened to our Witches of the World episode, you'll know that this is uh, called the Witch's Hammer. Right, it was written in 1486. Succubi collect semen from men they seduce. Wait a minute, you said witches? Mm-hmm. That's the and that's why we and what we do in the shadows joke. Yeah. Sorry, fucking just snapped. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the witches worship Lilith, which eventually became a ba- a Baphomet. And mm-hmm. they steal semen, yes. Okay, sorry, that just... You just got that. Yeah, that wow. just... Semen stealing we witches. Being, we went from being professional to like... <laughs> I'm sorry, that just... It like finally snapped in my they brain. They steal your semen. <laughs> Shut up. 
I was saying I feel like I look like Nandor today with my haircut or my hairstyle. Anyways, I'm sorry. So let's let's continue. Yes, I'm sorry. So succubi collect semen from the men they seduce. Okay. Transform into incubus, the male demon form, then use the semen to impregnate human females, thus explaining how demons could apparently sire children despite the traditional belief that they were incapable of reproduction. Oh shit. So uh they uh, so there was a lot of topics that I didn't get into here because this this was old time, okay. right? This was days of yore, right? Like these are old days. So uh, sadly, and uh, I would like to put a trigger warning out there because this is just a small fact. Okay. I'm not going to go into the detail, but they said that or the way they explained deformities in children was it basically a child being a demon. Or being uh, prone to becoming a demon. Yeah. Or not in the favor of God. Or, yeah. That so, was the number one thing. Oh, wow. So, yeah, a child that was, you know, unfortunately deformed for whatever reason, right? Because, I mean, we didn't have medicine the way we do now. That's never uh, crossed my mind. Like, what did they do back then? Yeah. They fucking blamed it on demons. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They, uh, Sorry. It, funny you get that. You get into that because, um, it's a weird topic that I was discussing with some guys at work that um, essentially in those times, um, if you look at all the the demon uh, caricatures and stuff like that, right, right, they're always depicted with huge penises. What? Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> Monster dongs. Yes. And <laughs> if you go to. The the this. paintings, <laughs> they all have sm- all the good guys have small wieners, right? Oh, okay. right. Like you know Hercules, he's, he's, the yeah. statue is like yeah. this giant dude, but he's got like this baby dick, <laughs> and uh, it was because if you had a little tiny baby dick, it was said that you were a good guy, you had honest values, right? You know you were essentially yeah. in God's favor. God gave you a tiny penis because you're a good person. Wow. Now if you had a big old schlong, oh God, you were <laughs> considered yeah, you know like just almost the, the satan of spawn you know like uh so this is where we went with this. <laughs> this is why you well, said you wanted to make a sexual episode we, isn't that this funny is though sex like episode. it was essentially taught in society yeah yeah that like if you if you slept with a man and he had a tiny wiener you'd have to be happy like yes god bless like he's a good man i've never heard of this before and, and no this is actually very legit yeah uh, this a, was probably comforting for a lot of guys like yes <laughs> I, I am a god he's I've, a good man i've never heard of this before yeah it, no it's a, so it's yeah there, there is actually a very interesting documentary on uh how society has normalized large penises but in actuality like it's only yeah. recent. Yeah, this is a very recent thing. Yeah, like because oh. it's been centuries and centuries. Yeah, because like, I mean, it, it, so you know, you, you with porn and the perverse uh, internet out there, a uh, lot of misinformation. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of misinformation has gotten out there, but like the 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 census that they do with women and stuff like that, actually, like the majority of them say, like, look, I just want an average penis. I'm good <laughs> with that. I don't want a mash. You know, a massive. Dealing. 
I don't want a, a battering ram. <laughs> I don't want that demon dawn. Destroy yeah. my service. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you know, you joke about it, but that's essentially it. You know, they don't want this fucking, you know, arm with an elbow just ramming oh into their gosh, cervix. That sounds terrible. So <laughs> you've got to understand a lot of these women were made to stay uh, virginal to their first mm. night. Yeah. And they're like, okay, well, hopefully he's a good, oh, hell no, he's a demon man. <laughs> but they're like, oh, he was so gentle, he's a good boy. Oh you know what I mean? He's like, been, He's been converted. Anyways, yeah, he's like, I'm sorry, we are talking about wiener's size. <laughs> A lot of a lot. The We've I just lost feel like a lot of our yeah. Audience. It's like has left the chat. Oh, <laughs> uh, what is the window sign off thing or or from AOL? <laughs> yeah. Left the chat. I'll come back. I'll circle back on the other episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so did you know that uh, Ed and Lorraine Warren actually battled? A succubus. No, I didn't. That's interesting. Yes. So the Smurl haunting is the story that they get to join in on this battle against demonic, sexual, depraved demons. Dang. So later, Ed and Lorraine Warren would come to wits with a possible succubus. The Smurl haunting were claims made by Jack and Jeanette Smurl of West Pittston, Pennsylvania who alleged that a demon inhabited their house between 1974 and 1989. Story goes that the Smurls moved into a double-deck house or a double-block house on Chase Street in West Pittston, Pennsylvania in August of 1986. They claimed that the premise was disturbed by a demon that caused loud noises and a bad odor. Hmm. Threw their dog into a wall. Oh my god. Shook their mattress, pushed one of their daughters down a flight of stairs, and physically and sexually assaulted family members on several occasions. Jesus. <coughs> yeah. So in 1986, the family brought in a pair of demonologists, Ed and Lorraine Warren. And according to Ed Warren, the demon that inhabited the Smurls' home was very powerful to his claim. Mm-hmm. And it shook mirrors and furniture after they tried to persuade it to leave by playing religious music and praying. <laughs> Warren claimed he felt a drop in the temperature and saw a dark mass from in the home and the demon once left a message on a mirror telling him to get out. Hmm. After months of investigation, Warren alleged that he had a number of audio tapes containing knocking and rapping caused by the demon. And I'll let the conclusion float out there just in case we ever want to cover this. Mm -hmm. So there is still more to this story. Okay. Right? Okay. So now... That wasn't my phone. Oh, was that me? Oh, yeah, that wasn't... Maybe that was me. Okay. So now I actually want to come into present time where we tell of a story of a man being attacked by a demon. A current story. Okay. So in December 2012 in Bakersfield, California, a young man named Ethan had a demonic encounter. After returning from school... Ethan was tired and worn out, but still had plenty of homework to do. He worked late into the night before collapsing into bed. He fell asleep instantly, but did not sleep soundly. He dreamt that an evil being was in his home, and it was trying to get into his room. It finally broke in, and as soon as it did, Ethan jolted awake with a ringing sound in his ear. Ethan felt the demon. It was on the wall behind his head, holding Ethan's limbs down. It had something in his ear, 
and his left ear began to vibrate violently. The strange sensation spread his ear, uh, through his ear to his right ear as well. Ethan fought as best as he could, but could not break free. He cursed at the beam and tried to free his arms and legs. The demon only laughed at him, an eerie and horrific sound that was neither deep nor high-pitched. The demon cried out, soon, and released Ethan. Oh, Ethan then sat up rapidly, leaping out of the bed to turn on the lights. But when the lights flooded his room, bedroom, there was nothing out of the ordinary. However, Ethan's dogs were acting abnormally, barking and leaping at the door and trying to desperately to get into their owner. He went to the bathroom and was startled to see his reflection in the mirror. His eyes were bloodshot with the whites of his eyes completely red. Ethan realized that he had been visited by a succubus demon. Ethan remains to this day terrified of the demon returning, but has not had anything uh, happen ever again. Wow. So, there are actually documented medical uh, studies on this. And I didn't want to get into it because it, again, it gets kind of touchy mm-hmm. because when these, these, uh, e- so it's sad to say that even as early as our century, right? Like even within the, the, the last century that medicine still wasn't at the point that it is right now, because instead of understanding these men's mental health, they pawned it off on their mental health and did nothing to try to like, uh, help them Mm -hmm. by saying that they're just delusional so on and so forth this is down syndrome or whatever and uh there there's there it's it's even i was kind of uncomfortable reading some of these things the way they were trying to say that you know like uh their their experiences whether true or not because there was one where the guy did wake up in the study with like physical marks that weren't there before and uh, they, they were saying that he must have done them to himself because, you know, he has mental health problems. So those were some pretty cool little stories. That sounds interesting. But yeah, that does suck that they're just writing him off as mental health issues instead of just trying to get to the problem. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, like it's it's a, the just widely known in the paranormal field. Um Whenever something strange or crazy is happening to you, the first go-to is you're either stressed, you're mm, having yeah, a mental yeah. breakdown, or, you know, it's something like that. Some Something's not right with you. It, it, it has to be everything but what's actually happening. Right, right. You know, there's... Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, you know, I guess you do make a good point, right? Like, it, I guess it is in, like, human nature to try to explain it away. Like, oh, there's got to be something wrong with me, right? Like, there's got to be... Something going on. One of the most important factors is that there's no test to 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 diagnose someone that they have mental health issues. There's just no test. It's just a fact. You can't go to the doctor and go, "Hey, I I think I might have mental health issues," and they'll go, "Okay, you know, pee in this cup, and we'll tell you." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just not possible. You know, there's as far as medicine goes, we still haven't gotten there. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, you know. We just chalk it up to that, you know. I, I want to say, a lot of the um, soldiers, military people, people in like high stress jobs, if they do start to feel something paranormal, the first thing that they chalk it up to is PTSD or, or something yeah. in that, that yeah. area. Yeah. You know, you, it's everything but that. So paranormal field, 
very tricky waters. <laughs> Just what I was uh, trying to convey, guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I totally agree. So we are kind of uh, coming to the end, our conclusion of our little journey here. So I want to leave out there, it, it, I'm, and I'm sure somebody can find this article and find the details to this summoning ritual. Uh-oh. Uh, but somebody does actually tell of a story that they tried summoning a demon, and they come to their own conclusion about it. Okay. So, like I said, this guy, he, he was actually a, uh, and, and it seems very simple, but who knows what, uh, you know, the ritual detailed. And like I said, maybe it's out there for somebody to find, right? So... After much deliberation on whether this should be attempted, the uh, the the our, our our user right or this this storyteller this this person who is telling us the story of his experience came to the conclusion that he would attempt to summon his own succubus. Sounds like a bad idea. So, <laughs> does it really? Yes. <laughs> Anywho, does it really? Mm. So, if you could summon Zach right now, would you? Why not? I'm not ready for that. <coughs> what? <laughs> I'm not dressed for that. Look at me. I'm still in my work clothes. <laughs> I'm still in my work clothes. Hopefully he doesn't have a devil dong. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, sorry. No, I think for as far down as he sags his pants, I think he's a good guy. He's a good man. <laughs> he's, he's a good man. I can't with y'all. Anyways, continue. <laughs> okay, so uh, I'm just going to be jumping into the ritual at the point... Because he goes on to really kind of, uh, kind of like contemplate this conundrum on whether he should or not. Because I mean, he, his his soul could possibly be on the line here. Okay. Right. So I'm just gonna jump into the ritual. So, with the decision made, I found my, I found myself awake at 3 a.m. sitting in nothing but my underwear on the floor of my bedroom, preparing to bait a demon with my blood. Here's how it went. I awoke suddenly with an eerie amount of lucidity at about 2.54 a.m. and, with equal parts apprehension and resignation, rolled out of bed. I set up a pillow to sit on, turned on some binary, uh, yeah, but, bi- <coughs> oh my god, how do you say that? What is it? Binarial beats? What the hell is that? Show me the word. B-I-N-A-U-R-A-L. Binaural? I guess. Like a neural pathway or something? Maybe. Anyways. I, I don't know why I didn't look this up. Sorry. Well, Anyways. I just broke uh, the creepiness. It's okay. Just, <laughs> just cut it so out. So he, he turned this on. Okay. And uh, having been assured that the type of candle was largely incon- uh, inconsequential, lit my novelty kangaroo-shaped can- uh, candle <laughs> to begin the ritual. After relaxing for a moment in the glow of the marsupial-fueled flame... I began to write a letter of intent to Lilith, the mother of all succubi, requesting that she send one of her daughters to pay me a visit. I'll leave the particulars of the letter to your imagination, but needless to say, it was classy. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Once it was done, I addressed Lilith directly, using a set of phrases conveniently available on the internet. Before jabbing myself with a needle, and allowing no less than five drops of blood to soak into the letter. Once the blood settled, I set the letter alight and relaxed in the glow, preparing to enter the closet, the closest thing to a trance that I could manage. 
as I began to meditate, I focused on things that I'd read a first-time summoner could expect. These included, with varying degrees of rarity, a wind on your cheek, a pressure on your chest, the sensation of being touched, mild to strong sexual arousal, mild kinetic activity, and full-blown manifestation. I experienced all of the above, other than the actual manifestation, and a few other things too, such as mild bodily vibration and a floating sensation. Additionally, I found that I could actually direct the sensation to different parts of my body by voice, out loud, (laughs) commands to touch various parts of my body, and every night of the week following the ritual I experienced similar phenomenon with varying degrees of intensity. And so, all of this finally leads to me to conclude, as at the outset of the uh, this experiment, I had hoped it would, that demons are definitely and undeniably real. Hmm. So what do you think? That's interesting, and you know what? I, I hate to, like, go slightly off topic. Okay. So okay. remember what, I don't remember which episode it was. Um, that we were talking about, or well, I talked about the Churel, and um, that was one of the things that they said that the Churel was able to do, um, or one of the stories was like, the Churel would come back to the boy every night, and like, Ooh. that she would seduce him every night and touch him and everything, but like, right, he right. never saw her. Mm-hmm. And so, that just has like some very similar overlapping that is interesting, and it's not technically like the same uh i guess not the same concept i guess but still it has a lot of so uh actually what i have have learned and again this might be of the time because you know they were generalizing at the time but witches could be succubi as well they could be succubus as well interesting so i mean at some point the churel you know in its own culture could have been a succubus or a form of there yeah that seems like it's a it's a very plausible overlap, which is right, right. which is very interesting. Well, so from so what you're saying is we're in love with succubus. So <laughs> from what I've read and, uh, throughout my time, succubus is essentially formless. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> yes, when you have a interaction with a formless uh, formless succubus if you were conscious during the time it will not be more physical if if that makes sense now if you're unconscious while you're having the interaction your brain will be able to feel slightly better sensations because you're unconscious so your mind okay, okay. does like 50% of the work and then there's times where it's said that a succubus will possess a woman. Ooh. And she will openly go out on the hunt. Hey, how do I get one to possess my wife to come <laughs> have sex with me? And it'll it'll be <laughs> um So a lot of these would be there's actual cases in the 70s and 60s where mm-hmm. women will say i don't know what came over me that night lies <laughs> but there was just something inside of me that right right had, it'll be completely out of character 
right, but right, they right, right. will be having sessions with the priest and saying but I do recall that night yeah that's interesting being very lonely and just wishing that something would give me the strength to not feel this lonely hmm. but I they won't generalize that want into a specific like God or anything mm-hmm. they'll just throw it out into essentially the universe yeah, yeah like yeah, that yeah. thought like right. I hope something just spontaneously comes over me or I wish I could do this oh, and I okay. would you okay. know and who you know and one of the things it's like demons are everywhere and they're just waiting on you to break to possess make yourself available yes yeah yeah, whether it be uh taking that piece of candy that you want off of somebody's dresser um you know (laughs) little things like that it's they're always i I totally went perverse with that like god damn it yeah i mean (laughs) you said take a piece of candy and i was like off a person's boob yeah i mean anything exactly (laughs) It, it it's just a break from not following Oh, okay. Yeah, you know anything of that will break it. Uh, So, in the eyes of certain religions, people are essentially possessed all the time Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. by these actions. That's why a lot of them are led into you know confessions Mm -hmm. and you know prayer. Whenever you get that thought, just start on praying. You know, like (laughs) try to get that demon out of you. Nah. So (laughs) not me. Yeah, but it's, um, essentially that's what yeah, it was yeah, yeah. always led out to. Y- you know, uh, the more we do this podcast, sometimes uh, I find that y- the human nature is by far sometimes more evil than the stories that we concoct to explain these things away. So at, at a certain <coughs> time, uh, so I, I believe like Jesse said, like in the 70s or even before that if i can remember correctly oh my god i don't know why i didn't take this detail down 70s and 60s they were still using the term for certain things on people as calling it you got bad blood oh yeah yeah but even at that like uh so like you know centuries ago they would explain away sleep paralysis by this you know by saying the succubus had had visited you and stuff like that so uh you, you know like <laughs> I don't know what it is about the human nature that we either need to apply some type of spiritual or supernatural explanation to it in order to better understand it, which seems like it just makes it so much more convoluted well, to can, me, you know? It's essentially what's with the time. Um, once science became the rage, mm-hmm. science was what everything was explained with. Yeah. Even yeah. when we did, we couldn't prove it, it was... If it was a highly believed hypothesis, then it, that's what we would go with until it was disproven. Right, right, right. So if, you know, Jesse said Jen's feet are sweaty because uh, Poseidon cursed I, them. I proclaim big oh, wieners are big wieners are demons. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you and go. like all the tiny wieners just like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there you go. We've all seen Carl in the dressing room. <laughs> At the gym, in the locker room. <laughs> boo, you don't like yeah, him. boo him. That was Lola, sorry. Yeah. That scared the shit out of me. Well, I mean, I'm wondering what she's whining about, though. Oh, I think she was just yawning, to be honest. Oh. Yeah, wow. she's she's a yawner. Are we boring you? <laughs> I know. So, move along. Sorry. Stupid so, <laughs> coming to my conclusion. Okay. 
So, uh, the next time you possibly have an erotic dream, just know that it may be uh, something otherworldly visiting you. Interesting. And Good. let's be honest, everybody has it. I know somebody likes to think or Good. likes to say that Good they don't. Good job, Eric. You Thank just you. got all the Latina women to, to smack their husbands <laughs> over the head. So you're talking to a suck you puta. Huh? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my gosh. Wow. There you go, Jen. That's our next uh, merch right there. Suck you, puta. Yeah. <laughs> What's her name? Oh my gosh. That's amazing. I love it. <laughs> you met her at the Donkey Lady Bridge, didn't you? Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. I heard that's where they all hang oh, out. Oh, man. You met her at Noche Caliente, didn't you? Oh, man. Is Noche even around still? No, oh, okay. It's, it's called Far West now. Oh. Well, anyways. <laughs> but the smell is still there. Oh, yeah. God, it is. I've like, even driving by it, you can still smell it. I've never been. I went in there once and walked right back out. Oh, it yep. wasn't my scene. No, it, it wasn't. Anybody's scene? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, those walls were pretty packed. Huh. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But not for me. <laughs> not for me. Anyways. But uh, what would you think? I think that's very informational, and I kind of want to go deeper into like knowing the whole uh, story of Lilith and her whole thing. That's very interesting because I, like I said, I had heard about her before, but didn't really know her backstory and didn't know that she really made this deal with the uh, Lucifer and whatnot. Yeah. So, and that's another thing that I'd like to actually. So, more recently, right now, obviously, going into the story uh the the stories that like the general public hear about lilith and her pandora's box that's entertainment i did not yeah. read that anywhere in it, it's not so just biblically and mm-hmm. uh with jewish mysticism and the the text there is a lot and i'm talking about a lot of human angel interaction like sex wise oh yeah yeah, yeah. and it is and it is never good it is always uh bad and at some point the mythical heroes that we all know and love are said to be a a more diluted offspring of these uh right right. like hercules um like uh, these demigods yeah they're essentially a more diluted version of that bloodline of these um encounters that always turn out horrific for for the 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 human race it just yeah there is not a single time that it, it's been a good deal when, yeah. an, well, when yeah. an angel and a, and a human uh <laughs> you know have sex it's just it's never good yeah well i mean like in any in any like mythos uh from greek to you know roman greek and all that well, stuff like it, it seems like th- the land of man is always like the god's playground. They'll do whatever they want. Well, with. Like it's, fools. <laughs> I guess it's different because like for like Greek, Zeus was banging everybody. So oh, that, yeah, that was yeah. not a thing. And it, he would have good shots and he would have bad shots. But as far as when you're talking about like God and like angels yeah, yeah. and like his a couple of trial runs for messiahs mm-hmm. before the well-known uh, Jesus thing, it, it, it was always bad i guess yeah, i would put yeah, yeah. you know it, it just didn't turn out well for for the human race yeah all right guys well thank you for listening into our episode about the succubus uh if you have any stories or if you've heard different versions of the succubus let us know email us at let's chat paranormal at gmail.com 
uh, or if you've attempted to summon a succubus, let us know how that went. Yes, tell us your right dreams. Yeah. <laughs> or, it's just, or, you know, if, if, if some strange if reason ever happened. the succubus that visited you looked like Betty White or something like Holy that, let us shit. know. You know? <laughs> R.I.P. Betty. <laughs> oh, yeah. And yeah, Happy New Year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. God, what a start. Seriously. Yes. Our, our friends out there, please be safe. Uh, here in our hometown, we just have gone into the critical uh with uh, transmission so yeah. friends friends please be safe and you know freezes and all that too oh, yeah yeah but um yeah thanks guys for listening in uh if you want to send in your own stories to be on the episode just send them to let's chat paranormal at gmail.com and uh like we said earlier if you want us to cover a certain topic let us know we would love to like cater to you so Oh yeah, 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 and we 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 have a a studio in progress. Yay! Yay. Oh man, this is gonna be so much fun, guys. Hopefully, twenty twenty two is better. I'm I'm praying for everybody <laughs> that twenty twenty two is better for everybody. I I don't want it to be better. I just want it to be normal. <laughs> true. This is true. Oh, so like I'm this not even true. hoping for a fantastic year. Just. Just Something. be normal, goddamn. <laughs> well, I mean, technically, we would be ahead of the curve because if we go back into quarantine, we already got a podcast. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. Well, thank you again for listening, and be safe this week. And uh, hope you listen in next week. All right, bye. Yeah, stay warm. Bye bye. <laughs>
In modern times, a succubus is often depicted as a beautiful uh, seductress or enchantress rather than, you know, a demonic uh, being or, you know, being frightening in <laughs> sight, which uh, just shows you how we can perverse anything. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't know if you knew this, but I found it very interesting. And I don't know why it didn't dawn on me to kind of think about this. So the term derives from the late Latin succuba or paramour from uh, succuber, which means to lie beneath or under. And cuber is to lie, right? Okay. So basically, it means to lie under, implying the sexual position of the demonic form. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. So let's get into the origin of where this all began. And it starts with a person named Lilith. Okay. And I don't know if anybody would be familiar with her. She was uh, Adam's first wife in biblical term, times, right? So the origins can be dated back to biblical time and the telling of the story of Lilith, Adam's first wife. Lilith, Lilith, who was crafted from the same primordial matter as her counterpart by God. At some point in time, while she strolled the prim primeval plains, Lilith met with Lucifer, and the two had a rather amissable conversation. Shortly after, the morning star was admonished by the Lord during the conversation, Lucifer managed to persuade Lilith into siding with him as well. He convinced her that since Lilith had been created from clay, the same as Adam, she is equal to him and therefore should not be under him. She would not, or she would be no puppet bound to any strings. Lilith was enlightened by the Morning Star's words. Immediately upon returning, Lilith and Adam began to bicker as she refused to lay at the bottom while Adam was on top during intercourse, only for Adam to counter her by saying that he will only be on top since he is superior. But Lilith rebuted him by saying that they were both made equal with their argument going back and forth. Lilith basically demanded equality from Adam and, failing to acquire it, exclaimed God's infallible name and left him in anger. Adam in return complained to God that he was his wife had deserted him which kind of sounds bitchy. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. That kind of <laughs> sounds bitchy. So she didn't do what I wanted her to do. <laughs> yeah. Like for real. This this she wanted to put fingers in places I didn't wasn't comfortable with. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So, God sent three angels to take Lilith back to Eden, who found her in the Red Sea. They threatened her with the loss of a hundred of her children every day unless she returned to Adam. She refused and was punished by having all of her children slain. Distraught, Lilith completely left the Garden of Eden, sulking in misery and abandonment. At some point, Lilith came across the archangel Samael, or better known as Lucifer, who was cast out from the mountain of God due to his misanthropic views on humanity. While he was initially hostile towards Lilith due to the fact that she was human, she stated that her supposed one purpose in existence to be submissive to Adam is nothing but a farce, a blindfold to keep her from finding and achieving a higher goal. She wanted no part in humanity's affair within the oncoming centuries and instead would rather be above them than below them. Further going on to say that she shares Samael's view when it comes to the destructive nature of what humans will bring with no concept of equality between them and their societies. 
Through this joining, Samael and Lilith mated, and thus forth birthing Lilith, demon spawn, and succubus. Hmm. So that there is so much more to that story. That is that is a very condensed and generalized version of the story that I put together. Yeah, it's, because it's pretty. It's got a lot of details. It, it has very many details because she actually found Samael wounded. Uh, and she was caring for his wounds and being the misogynistic, you know, embodiment of man. He wanted nothing from her. But, uh, you, you know, and, and I'll be the first to say this, right? Like women are in many ways far superior than men uh, and, you know, and vice versa. We, we bring things to the table that the other couldn't. Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, you can almost say that uh, Lilith was like the first feminist. For real, that's that's what I was saying to myself when I, I was listening. I was like, "Go, oh, girl, that's right." <laughs> but well, I I'm just I find it very interesting because I of course I have heard the story of Lilith, but I did not know about Lilin. So mm-hmm. that's interesting. Yeah, and uh, she does take on a transformation of becoming uh, well. Basically, she kind of crowns herself the queen of of hell, Go, and girl. Uh, you know the the queen of all demons. So, uh, like, like I said, there is so, so much more, but in terms of like context, whether it relates to the succubus or, you know, just, uh, basically what I'm saying is like, if we needed to, we could do a whole subject on Lilith period. Yeah, because, she, um, <clears throat> I think she pushes up cause, uh, it's original Jewish mysticism that starts off with her. So yes, <clears throat> yes. essentially any um christian to catholic not they're not really they don't like to mention it at all so it's only till about i want to say the pentecostals that got into it yeah i think yeah that started actually uh, using her to uh kind of guilt christian women Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know like you don't want to be a lilith you know Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> well, because <clears throat> they they're basically saying like, "Hey, you know, this is what happened when you know mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. you know you against the word of God." You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, th- there is, I mean, uh, so even in the story, like the three angels that uh, are sent for her, they kind of hunt her till like the end of time. Like, uh, if if there is still a biblical war going on right now those three angels are still hunting her oh wow there's there's also a a really interesting uh passage to that is where she actually cuts a deal with these guys yeah yeah you were mentioning that earlier and uh in some countries and still for some people's uh religions it's a charm that they put over their their kids when they're newly born so that she won't uh take them Uh uh uh-huh uh she made this deal with the three angels saying hey uh you know Pretty much let me be we'll cut it uh at an end here and um i will spare all the children of men that bear you your three names mm-hmm. you know within i think it's uh from newborn to like about three or three years old for boys and then from like newborn to like six years for for girls okay because okay. she's known to take them even Right. Or you get older than that, so. What do you mean, take them like to hell? Or? So she she eats babies. Oh shit! Okay, I don't want to be like Lilith. Never mind. <laughs> or or she just 
you know take some just yeah. oh yeah and that is the other ver- the version that i also uh read was that she will turn them into succubi as well yeah just corrupt uh, a lot of people uh whenever children are lured in the wilderness they'll li- leave that up to her that she's that always she's the one that took him yeah like she's always out there luring mm-hmm. uh men women just sounds kind of like la llorona just gonna throw it out there well i mean yeah she essentially yeah she's like in the the, she's the archetype yeah of what that is you know oh did we just stumble across something oh fake sounds like it <laughs> yes yes we, sh- we we are now professionals <laughs> get me a tv show with zach Bagans. <laughs> oh god is that gonna be your incubus <laughs> No, he's so dumb. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> At least we got you to admit it. <laughs> he's entertaining. <laughs> Look at these biceps. No, come here. <laughs> Look at these triceps. <laughs> Get Johnny over Bravo. Here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's essentially how I see him. Oh just... my god, he is Johnny Bravo in human form. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> Anyway, God, if we ever become famous and he listens to one of these episodes and we need him, him, yeah, he's gonna hate us. So, like, I thought you liked me. <laughs> you were in my fan club. Oh, it's gonna block me <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's continue with uh, our Lilith journey. Mm-hmm. So, in the Malleus Maleficarum, which if uh, anybody out there has listened to our Witches of the World episode, you'll know that this is uh, called the Witch's Hammer. Right, it was written in 1486. Succubi collect semen from men they seduce. Wait a minute, you said witches? Mm-hmm. That's the and that's why we and what we do in the shadows joke. Yeah. Sorry, fucking just snapped. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the witches worship Lilith, which eventually became a bat a Baphomet. And mm-hmm. they steal semen, yes. Okay, sorry, that just... You just got that. Yeah, that wow. just... Semen stealing we went witches. From being, we went from being professional to like... <laughs> I'm sorry, that just... It like finally snapped in my they brain. steal your semen. <laughs> Shut up. I was saying I feel like I look like Nandor today with my haircut or my hairstyle. Anyways, I'm sorry. So let's let's continue. Yes, I'm sorry. So succubi collect semen from the men they seduce. Okay. Transform into incubus, the male demon form, then use the semen to impregnate human females, thus explaining how demons could apparently sire children, despite the traditional belief that they were incapable of reproduction. Oh shit. So, uh, they. <sighs> So there was a lot of topics that I didn't get into here because this this was old time, okay. right? This was days of yore, right? Like these are old days. So uh, sadly, and uh, I would like to put a trigger warning out there because this is just a small fact. Okay. I'm not going to go into the detail, but they said that or the way they explained deformities in children was it basically a child being a demon. Or being uh, prone to becoming a demon. Yeah. Or not in the favor of God. Or, yeah. That was the number one thing. Oh, wow. So, yeah, a child that was, you know, unfortunately deformed for whatever reason, right? Because, I mean, we didn't have medicine the way we do now. That's never Uh, crossed my mind. Like, what did they do back then? They fucking blamed it on demons. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, sorry. Funny you get that. You get into that because... um, 
it's a weird topic that I was discussing with some guys at work that um, essentially in those times, um, if you look at all the the demon uh, caricatures and stuff like that, right, right, they're always depicted with huge penises. What? Oh yeah. yeah. So <laughs> monster dongs. Yes, and <laughs> if you go to the the this. paintings they all have some all the good guys have small wieners right oh, okay. like you know hercules he, the yeah. statue is like yeah. this giant dude but he's got like this baby dick <laughs> and uh it was because if you had a little tiny baby dick it was said that you were a good guy you had honest values right you know you were essentially yeah. in god's favor god gave you a tiny penis because you're a good person wow. now if you had a big old schlong oh god you were <laughs> considered yeah you know like just almost the the satan of spawn you know like uh so this is where we went with this. <laughs> well, you well, said you wanted to make a sexual episode we, isn't that this funny is though sex like, episode. it was essentially taught in society yeah yeah that like if you if you slept with a man and he had a tiny wiener you'd have to be happy like yes god bless like he's a good man i've never heard of this before and, and no this is actually very legit yeah uh, this a, was probably comforting for a lot of guys like yes i, I am a god he's I've, a good man i've never heard of this before yeah it, no it's a, so it's yeah there, there is actually a very interesting documentary on uh how society has normalized large penises but in actuality like it's only yeah. recent. Because yeah, this is a very recent thing. Yeah, like because oh. it's been centuries and centuries. Yeah, because like, I mean, it, it, so you know, you, you with porn and the perverse uh, internet out there, a uh, lot of misinformation. <laughs> a lot of misinformation has gotten out there, but like the 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 census that they do with women and stuff like that, actually, like the majority of them say, like, look, I just want an average penis. I'm good <laughs> with that. I don't want a mash. You know, a massive. Dealing. I don't want a battering ram. <laughs> I don't want that demon dog. Destroy yeah. my cervix. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you know, you joke about it, but that's essentially it. You know, they don't want this fucking, you know, arm with an elbow just ramming oh into their gosh, cervix. That sounds terrible. So and you've got to understand, a lot of these women were made to stay uh, virginal to their first mm, night. Yeah, and they're like, okay, well. Hopefully he's a good. Oh hell no, he's a demon man. <laughs> but they're like, oh, he was so gentle. He's a good boy. Oh my gosh. You know what I mean? He's like been, he's been converted. Anyways, yeah, he's like, I'm sorry. We are talking about wiener's size. <laughs> a lot of a lot. Of the, We've I just lost feel like a lot of our yeah, audience. Yeah, it's like has left the chat. Oh, <laughs> uh, what is the window sign off thing or or from AOL? <laughs> yeah left the chat i'll come back i'll circle back on the other episode <laughs> okay so did you know that uh ed and lorraine warren actually battled a succubus no i didn't that's interesting yes so the smurl haunting is the story that they get to join in on this battle against demonic sexual depraved demons dang so later, Ed and Lorraine Warren would come to wits with a possible succubus. The Smurl haunting were claims made by Jack and Jeanette Smurl of West Pittston, Pennsylvania, who alleged that a demon inhabited their house between 1974 and 1989. 
Story goes that the Smurls moved into a double deck house or a double block house on Chase Street in West Pittston, Pennsylvania, in August of 1986. They claimed that the premise was disturbed by a demon that caused loud noises and a bad odor. Hmm. Threw their dog into a wall. Oh my gosh. Shook their mattress, pushed one of their daughters down a flight of stairs, and physically and sexually assaulted family members <coughs> on several occasions. Jesus. <coughs> yeah. So, in 1986, the family brought in a pair of demonologists, Ed and Lorraine Warren. And according to Ed Warren, the demon that inhabited the Smurls' home was very powerful to his claim. Mm -hmm. And it shook mirrors and furniture after they tried to persuade it to leave by playing religious music and praying. (laughs) Warren claimed he felt a drop in the temperature and saw a dark mass from in the home. And the demon once left a message on a mirror telling him, to get out Hmm. after months of investigation warren alleged that he had a number of audio tapes containing knocking and rapping caused by the demon and i'll let the conclusion float out there just in case we ever want to cover this Mm -hmm. so there is still more to this story okay right okay so now that wasn't my fault that was that me Okay, so now I actually want to come into present time where we tell of a story of a man being attacked by a demon, a current story. Okay. So in December 2012 in Bakersfield, California, a young man named Ethan had a demonic encounter. After returning from school, Ethan was tired and worn out, but still had plenty of homework to do. He worked late into the night before collapsing into bed. He fell asleep instantly, but did not sleep soundly. He dreamt that an evil being was in his home, and it was trying to get into his room. It finally broke in, and as soon as it did, Ethan jolted awake with a ringing sound in his ear. Ethan felt the demon. It was on the wall behind his head, holding Ethan's limbs down. It had something in his ear, and his left ear began to vibrate violently. The strange sensation spread his ear, uh, through his ear to his right ear as well. Ethan fought as best as he could, but could not break free. He cursed at the being and tried to free his arms and legs. The demon only laughed at him, an eerie and horrific sound that was neither deep nor high-pitched. The demon cried out, soon, and released Ethan. Oh, Ethan then sat up rapidly, leaping out of the bed to turn on the lights. But when the lights flooded his room, bedroom there was nothing out of the ordinary however ethan's dogs were acting abnormally barking and leaping at the door and trying to desperately to get into their owner he went to the bathroom and was startled to see his reflection in the mirror his eyes were bloodshot with the whites of his eyes completely red ethan realized that he had been visited by a succubus demon ethan remains to this day terrified of the demon returning but has not had anything uh ever again wow so there are actually documented medical uh studies on this and i didn't want to get into it because it again it gets kind of touchy because when these these uh so it's sad to say that even as early as our century right like even within the, the the last century that medicine still wasn't at the point that it is right now because instead of understanding 
these men's mental health, they pawned it off on their mental health and did nothing to try to like uh, help them mm -hmm. by saying that they were just delusional, so on and so forth. This is Down syndrome or whatever. And uh, there, there's there, it's it's even I was kind of uncomfortable reading some of these things the way they were trying to say that you know like uh their their experiences whether true or not because there was one where the guy did wake up in the study with like physical marks that weren't there before and uh they they were saying that he must have done them to himself because you know he has mental health problems so those were some pretty cool little stories that sounds interesting but yeah that does suck that they're just writing them off as mental health issues instead of just trying to get to the problem. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, like, it's... it's The... Just widely known in the paranormal field. Um, whenever something strange or crazy is happening to you, the first go-to is you're either stressed, you're mm, having yeah, a mental yeah. breakdown, or, you know, it's something like that. Some Something's not right with you it, it, it has to be everything but what's actually happening right right you know there's oh yeah yeah and you know i guess you do make a good point right like it i guess it is in like human nature to try to explain it away like ah oh, there's got to be something wrong with me right like there's got to be something and going on one of the most important factors is that there's no test to to right. to diagnose someone that they have mental health issues there's just no test it's just a yeah. fact you can't go to the doctor and go, hey, I, I think I might have mental health issues. And they'll go, oh, okay, I, you know, pee in this cup and we'll tell you. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's just not possible. You know, there's, it, it, as far as medicine goes, we still haven't gotten there. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, you know, we just chalk it up to that. You know, I, I want to say a lot of the um, soldiers, military people, people in like high stress jobs. If they do start to feel something paranormal, the first thing that they chalk it up to is PTSD or, or something yeah. in that, in yeah. that area. Yeah. You know, you, it's everything but that. So paranormal field, very tricky waters. <laughs> Just what I was uh, trying to convey, guys. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I totally agree. So we are kind of uh, coming to the end or conclusion of our little journey here. So I want to leave out there it, it, I'm, and I'm sure somebody can find this article and find the details to this summoning ritual. Uh -oh. uh, but somebody does actually tell of a story that they tried summoning a demon and they come to their own conclusion about it. Okay. So like I said, this guy, he, he was actually a, uh, and, and it seems very simple, but who knows what, uh, you know, the ritual detailed. And like I said, maybe it's out there for somebody to find. Right. So after much deliberation on whether this should be attempted, the uh, the the our, our our user right or this this storyteller this this person who is telling us the story of his experience came to the conclusion that he would attempt to summon his own succubus. Sounds like a bad idea. So, <laughs> does it really? Yes. <laughs> Anywho. Does it really? Mm. So, if you could summon Zach right now, would you? Why not? I'm not ready for 
What? I'm not dressed for that. Look at me. I'm still in my work clothes. <laughs> I'm still in my work clothes. Hopefully, he doesn't have a devil dong. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, sorry. No, I think for as far down as he sags his pants, I think he's a good guy. He's a good man. He's, he's a good man. I can't with y'all. Anyways, continue. <laughs> okay, so uh, I'm just going to be jumping into the ritual at the point because he goes on to really kind of uh kind of like contemplate this conundrum on whether he should or not because i mean he, his his soul could possibly be on the line here okay right so i'm just going to jump into the ritual so with the decision made i found my, i found myself awake at 3 a.m. sitting in nothing but my underwear on the floor of my bedroom preparing to bait a demon with my blood here's how it went i awoke suddenly with an eerie amount of lucidity at about 2.54 a.m. and, with equal parts apprehension and resignation, rolled out of bed. I set up a pillow to sit on, turned on some binary, uh, yeah, but, <coughs> oh my god, how do you say that? What is it? Binarial beats? What the hell is that? Show me the word. B-I-N-A-U-R-A-L. Binaural? I guess. Like a neural pathway or something? Maybe. Anyways. I, I don't know why I didn't look this up. Sorry. Well, Anyways. I just broke uh, the creepiness. It's okay. Just, <laughs> just cut it so out. So he, he turned this on. Okay. And uh, having been assured that the type of candle was largely incon- uh, inconsequential, lit my novelty kangaroo-shaped can- uh, candle <laughs> to begin the ritual. After relaxing for a moment in the glow of the marsupial-fueled flame... I began to write a letter of intent to Lilith, the mother of all succubi, requesting that she send one of her daughters to pay me a visit. I'll leave the particulars of the letter to your imagination, but needless to say, it was classy. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Once it was done, I addressed Lilith directly, using a set of phrases conveniently available on the internet. Before jabbing myself with a needle, and allowing no less than five drops of blood to soak into the letter. Once the blood settled, I set the letter alight and relaxed in the glow, preparing to enter the closet, the closest thing to a trance that I could manage. As I began to meditate, I focused on things that I'd read a first-time summoner could expect. These included, with varying degrees of rarity, a wind on your cheek, a pressure on your chest, the sensation of being touched, mild to strong sexual arousal, mild kinetic activity, and full-blown manifestation. I experienced all of the above, other than the actual manifestation, and a few other things too, such as mild bodily vibration and a floating sensation. Additionally, I found that I could actually direct the sensation to different parts of my body by voice. Out loud. (laughs) Commands to touch various parts of my body, and every night of the week following the ritual I experienced similar phenomenon, with varying degrees of intensity. And so, all of this finally leads to me to conclude, as at the outset of uh, this experiment, I had hoped it would, that demons are definitely and undeniably real. Hmm. So what do you think? That's interesting, and you know what? I, I hate to like go slightly off topic, 
Okay. So okay. remember what I don't remember which episode it was um, that we were talking about, or well, I talked about the churrell, and um, that was one of the things that they said that the churrell was able to do, um, or one of the stories was like the churrell would come back to the boy every night and like Ooh. that she would seduce him every night and touch him and everything but right, like he right. never saw her mm-hmm. and so that just has like some very similar overlapping that is interesting and it's not technically like the same uh i guess not the same concept i guess but still it has a lot of so uh actually what i have have learned and again this might be of the time because you know they were generalizing at the time but witches could be succubi as well they could be succubus as well interesting so i mean at some point the churrell you know in its own culture could have been a succubus or a form of there yeah that seems like it's a it's a very plausible overlap which is right right which is very interesting well so from so what you're saying is we're in love with succubus. So from what I've read and, uh, throughout my time, succubus is essentially formless. So <clears throat> yes, when you have a interaction with a formless uh, formless succubus, if you were conscious during the time, it will not be more physical. If, if that makes sense. Now, if you're unconscious while you're having the interaction, your brain will be able to feel slightly better sensations because you're unconscious. So your mind okay, okay. does like 50% of the work. And then there's times where it's said that a succubus will possess a woman. Ooh. And she will openly go out on the hunt. Hey, how do I get one to possess my wife to come have sex with me? <laughs> and it'll it'll be um, so. A lot of these would be there's actual cases in the 70s and 60s where mm-hmm. women will say, "I don't know what came over me that night." Lies, but there was just something inside of me. That right, right. Had, it'll be completely out of character. Right, but right, they right. will be having sessions with the priest and saying, but I do recall that night. Yeah. That's interesting. Being very lonely and just wishing that something would give me the strength to not feel this lonely. Hmm. But I, they won't generalize that want into a specific, like, God or anything. Mm-hmm. They'll just throw it out into essentially the universe. Yeah. yeah like yeah, that yeah. thought, like, right. I hope something just spontaneously comes over me or i wish i could do this oh, and i okay. would you okay. know and who you know and one of the things it's like demons are everywhere and they're just waiting on you to break oh to possess make you. yourself available yes yeah, yeah whether yeah. it be uh taking a piece of candy that you want off of somebody's dresser um you know <laughs> little things like that it's right. they're always I, to- I totally went perverse with that. Like, God damn it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you said take a piece of candy and I was like off a person's boob. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> anything. Exactly. It, it, it's just a break from not following. Oh, the, okay. Yeah. You know, yeah, anything yeah. of that will break it. Uh, so in the eyes of certain religions, 
people are essentially possessed all the time <laughs> by these actions. That's why a lot of them are led into you know confessions and <laughs> you know prayer. Whenever you get that thought, just start on praying. You know, like <laughs> try to get that demon out of you. Nah. So <laughs> not me. Yeah, but it's, um, essentially that's what yeah, it was yeah, yeah. always led out to. You, you know, uh, the more we do this podcast, sometimes uh, I find that the human nature is by far sometimes more evil than the stories that we concoct to explain these things away. So at, at a certain <coughs> time, uh, so I, I believe like Jesse said, like in the 70s or even before that if i can remember correctly oh my god i don't know why i didn't take this detail down 70s and 60s they were still using the term for certain things on people as calling it you got bad blood well yeah yeah but even at that like uh so like you know centuries ago they would explain away sleep paralysis by this you know by saying the succubus had had visited you and stuff like that so uh you, you know like <laughs> I don't know what it is about the human nature that we either need to apply some type of spiritual or supernatural explanation to it in order to better understand it, which seems like it just makes it so much more convoluted to me, you know? It's essentially what's with the time. Um, Once science became the rage, Mm -hmm. science was what everything was explained with. Yeah. Even when we we couldn't prove it, it was... If it was a highly believed hypothesis, then it, that's what we would go with until it was disproven. Right, right, right. So if, you know, Jesse said Jen's feet are sweaty because uh, Poseidon cursed I, them. I proclaim big oh, wieners are big wieners are demons. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you and go. like all the tiny wieners just like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there you go. We've all seen Carl in the dressing room. <laughs> At the gym, in the locker room. <laughs> boo, you don't like Yeah, him. boo him. That was Lola. Sorry. Yeah. That scared the shit out of me. Well, I mean, I'm wondering what she's whining about, though. Oh, I think she was just yawning, to be honest. Oh. Yeah, wow. she's she's a yawner. Are we boring you? <laughs> I know. So, move along. Sorry. Stupid so, <laughs> coming to my conclusion. Okay. So, uh, the next time you possibly have an erotic dream, just know that it may be uh, something otherworldly visiting you. Interesting. And Good. let's be honest, everybody has it. I know somebody likes to think or Good. likes to say that Good they don't. Good job, Eric. You Thank just you. got all the Latina women to, to smack their husbands <laughs> over the head. So, you're talking to a suck you puta. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my gosh. Wow. There you go, Jen. That's our next uh, merch right there. Suck you, puta. Yeah. <laughs> What's her name? Oh my gosh. That's amazing. I love it. <laughs> you met her at the Donkey Lady Bridge, didn't you? Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> I heard that's where they all hang oh, out. Oh, man. You met her at Noche Caliente, didn't you? Oh, man. Is Noche even around no, still? Oh, okay. It's, it's called Far West now. Oh. Well, anyways. <laughs> but the smell is still there. Oh, yeah. God, it is. I've like, even driving there. by it, you can still smell it. I've never been. I went in there once and walked right back out. Oh, it yeah. wasn't my scene. No, it, it wasn't. Anybody's scene? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, those walls were pretty packed. Huh. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. But not for me. <laughs> not for me. Anyways. But uh, what'd you think? 
I think that's very informational and I kind of want to go deeper into like knowing the whole uh, story of Lilith and her whole thing. That's very interesting because I, like I said, I had heard about her before, but didn't really know her backstory and didn't know that she really made this deal with the Lucifer and whatnot. Yeah. So, and that's another thing that I'd like to actually, so more recently, right now, obviously going into the story uh the the stories that like the general public hear about lilith and her pandora's box that's entertainment i did not read that anywhere in it's not so just biblically and Mm -hmm. uh with jewish mysticism and the the text there is a lot and i'm talking about a lot of human angel interaction like sex wise oh yeah yeah, yeah. and it is and it is never good it is always uh bad and at some point the mythical heroes that we all know and love are said to be a a more diluted offspring of these uh right right. like hercules um like uh, these demigods yeah they're essentially a more diluted version of that bloodline of these um encounters that always turn out horrific for for the 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 human race it just yeah there's not a single time that it, it's been a good deal when, yeah. well, when yeah. an angel and a, and a human uh <laughs> you know have sex it's just it's never good yeah well i mean like in any in any like mythos uh from greek to you know roman greek and all that well, stuff like it, it seems like th- the land of man is always like the god's playground. They'll do whatever they want. Well, with. It's, <laughs> I guess it's different because like for like Greek, Zeus was banging everybody. So that, oh, yeah, that was yeah. not a thing. And it, he would have good shots and he might have bad shots. But as far as when you're talking about like God and like angels yeah, yeah. and like his a couple of trial runs for messiahs mm-hmm. before the well-known uh, Jesus thing, it, it, it was always bad <laughs> i guess yeah, i would put yeah, yeah. you know it, it just didn't turn out well for for the human race yeah all right guys well thank you for listening into our episode about the succubus uh if you have any stories or if you've heard different versions of the succubus let us know email us at let's chat paranormal at gmail.com uh, or if you've attempted to summon a succubus, let us know how that went. Just tell us your right dreams. Yeah. <laughs> or, just, or, you know, if, if, if for some strange if reason ever happened. the succubus that visited you looked like Betty White or something like Holy that, let us shit. know. You know? <laughs> R.I.P. Betty. <laughs> oh, yeah. And yeah, Happy New Year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. God, what a start. Seriously. Yes. Our, our friends out there, please be safe. Uh, here in our hometown, we just have gone into the critical uh with uh, transmission so yeah. friends friends please be safe and you know freezes and all that too oh, yeah yeah but um yeah thanks guys for listening in uh if you want to send in your own stories to be on the episode just send them to let's chat paranormal at gmail.com and uh like we said earlier if you want us to cover a certain topic let us know we would love to like cater to you so Oh yeah, 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 and we 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 have a a studio in progress. Yay! Yay. 
oh man this is gonna be so much fun guys hopefully 2022 is better i'm I'm praying for everybody <laughs> that 2022 is better for everybody I, I don't want it to be better i just want it to be normal <laughs> true. this is true oh so like i'm this not even true. hoping for a fantastic year just just Something. be normal, goddamn. <laughs> well, I mean, technically, we would be ahead of the curve because if we go back into quarantine, we already got a podcast, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All righty, guys. Well, thank you again for listening and be safe this week and uh, hope you listen in next week. All right. Bye. Yeah, stay warm. Bye bye. <laughs>
Immediately upon returning, Lilith and Adam began to bicker as she refused to lay at the bottom, while Adam was on top during intercourse, only for Adam to counter her by saying that he will only be on top since he is superior. But Lilith rebuted him by saying that they were both made equal with their argument going back and forth. Lilith basically demanded equality from Adam and, failing to acquire it, exclaimed God's infallible name and left him in anger. Adam in return complained to God that he was his wife had deserted him, which kind of sounds bitchy. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. That kind of <laughs> sounds bitchy. So she didn't do what I wanted her to do. <laughs> yeah. Like for real, this this she wanted to put fingers in places I didn't wasn't comfortable with. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So God sent three angels to take Lilith back to Eden, who found her in the Red Sea. They threatened her with the loss of a hundred of her children every day unless she returned to Adam. She refused and was punished by having all of her children slain. Distraught, Lilith completely left the Garden of Eden, sulking in misery and abandonment. At some point, Lilith came across the archangel Samael, or better known as Lucifer, who was cast out from the mountain of God due to his misanthropic views on humanity. While he was initially hostile towards Lilith due to the fact that she was human, she stated that her supposed one purpose in existence to be submissive to Adam is nothing but a farce, a blindfold to keep her from finding and achieving a higher goal. She wanted no part in humanity's affair within the oncoming centuries and instead would rather be above them than below them. Further going on to say that she shares Samael's view when it comes to the destructive nature of what humans will bring with no concept of equality between them and their societies. Through this joining, Samael and Lilith mated and thus forth birthing Lilin, Demon Spawn, and Succubus. Hmm. So that there is so much more to that story. That is that is a very condensed and generalized version of the story that I put together. Yeah, it's, because it's pretty it's got a lot of details in it. It has very many details because she actually found Samael wounded. Uh, and she was caring for his wounds and being the misogynistic, you know, embodiment of man, he wanted nothing from her. But, uh, you, you know, and, and I'll be the first to say this, right? Like women are in many ways far superior than men. Uh, and, you know, and vice versa. We, we bring things to the table that the other couldn't, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, you can almost say that uh, Lilith was like the first feminist. For real, that's that's what I was saying to myself when I, I was listening. I was like, "Go, oh, girl, that's right." <laughs> but well, I I'm just I find it very interesting because I of course I have heard the story of Lilith, but I did not know about Lilin. So mm -hmm. that's interesting. Yeah, and uh, she does take on a transformation of becoming. Uh, well, basically, she kind of crowns herself the queen of of hell, Go and girl. Uh, you know the the queen of all demons. So, uh, like, like I said, there is so, so much more, but in terms of like context, whether it relates to the succubus or, you know, just, uh, basically what I'm saying is like, if we needed to, we could do a whole subject on Lilith period. Yeah, because, she, um, <clears throat> I think she pushes up cause, uh, it's original Jewish mysticism that starts off with her. So yes, <clears throat> yes. essentially any um 
Christian to Catholic, not they're not really they don't like to mention it at all. So right, it's right. only till about I want to say the Pentecostals that got into it. Yeah, I think yeah that yeah, yeah, started actually yeah. uh, using her to uh, kind of guilt Christian women. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, like you don't want to be a Lilith, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> well because. <clears throat> They they're basically saying like, hey, you know, this is what happened when you know mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. you know you against the word of God, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, th- there is, I mean, uh, so even in the story, like the three angels that uh, are sent for her, they kind of hunt her till like the end of time. Like, uh, if if there is still a biblical war going on right now those three angels are still hunting her oh, wow. there's there's also a, a really interesting uh passage to that is where she actually cuts a deal with these guys yeah yeah you were mentioning that earlier and yeah. uh in some countries and still for some people's uh religions it's a charm that they put over their their kids when they're newly born so that she won't uh take them uh-huh, uh-huh. uh she made this deal with the three angels saying hey uh you know pretty much let me be we'll cut it uh at an end here and um i will spare all the children of men that bear you your three names mm-hmm. you know within i think it's uh from newborn to like about three or three years old for boys and then from like newborn to like six years for for girls okay because okay. she's known to take them even Right. Or older than that, so. What do you mean take them? Like, to hell? Or? So she, she eats babies. Oh, shit. Okay, I don't want to be like Lilith. Never mind. <laughs> or, or she just, you know, takes them. Just yeah. Oh, yeah, and that is the other ver- the version that I also uh, read was that she will turn them into succubi as well. Yeah, just corrupt. Uh, a lot of people, uh, whenever children are lured in the wilderness, they'll li- leave that up to her. That she's that always... she's the one that took them? Yeah, like she's always out there luring mm-hmm. uh, men, women. Just... Sounds kind of like La Llorona. Just gonna throw it out there. Well, I mean, yeah, she essentially, yeah, she's like in the the. She's the archetype. Yeah, of what that is, you know. Oh, did we just stumble across something? Oh, fake. Sounds like it. <laughs> yes, yes, we 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 are now professionals. <laughs> Get me a TV show with Zach Bagans. <laughs> oh God, is that gonna be your incubus? <laughs> No, he's so dumb. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> At least we got you to admit it. <laughs> he's entertaining. <laughs> Look at these biceps. No, come here. <laughs> Look at these triceps. <laughs> Johnny Bravo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's essentially how I see him. Oh just... my god, he is Johnny Bravo in human form. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> God, if we ever become famous and he listens to one of these episodes and we meet him, him. yeah, he's gonna hate us. Like, I thought you liked me. (laughs) You were in my fan club. Oh, he's gonna block me (laughs) on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so let's continue with uh, our Lilith journey. Mm -hmm. So, in the Malleus Maleficarum, which if uh, anybody out there has listened to our Witches of the World episode, you'll know that this is uh, called the Witch's Hammer. Right, it was written in 1486. Succubi collect semen from men they seduce. Wait a minute, you said witches 
Mm-hmm. That's the and that's why we and what we do in the shadows joke. Yeah. Sorry, fucking just snapped. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the witches worship Lilith, which eventually became a ba- a Baphomet. And mm-hmm. they steal semen, yes. Okay, sorry, that just... You just got that. Yeah, that wow. just... Semen stealing we witches. Being, we went from being professional to like... <laughs> I'm sorry, that just... It like finally snapped in my They'll brain. steal your semen. <laughs> I was saying I feel like I look like Nandor today with my haircut or my hairstyle. Anyways, I'm sorry. So let's let's continue. Yes, I'm sorry. So succubi collect semen from the men they seduce. Okay. Transform into incubus, the male demon form, then use the semen to impregnate human females, thus explaining how demons could apparently sire children, despite the traditional belief that they were incapable of reproduction. Oh shit. So, uh, they. <sighs> So there was a lot of topics that I didn't get into here because this this was old time, okay. right? This was days of yore, right? Like these are old days. So uh, sadly, and uh, I would like to put a trigger warning out there because this is just a small fact. Okay. I'm not going to go into the detail, but they said that or the way they explained deformities in children was basically a child being a demon. Or being uh, prone to becoming a demon. Yeah. Or not in the favor of God. Or, yeah. That so, was the number one thing. Oh, wow. So, yeah, a child that was, you know, unfortunately deformed for whatever reason, right? Because, I mean, we didn't have medicine the way we do now. That's never uh, crossed my mind. Like, what did they do back then? Yeah. They fucking blamed it on demons. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They, uh, Sorry. It, funny you get that. You get into that because, um, it's a weird topic that I was discussing with some guys at work that um, essentially in those times, um, if you look at all the the demon uh, caricatures and stuff like that, right, right, always depicted with huge penises. What? Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. Monster dongs. Yes. And <laughs> if you go to. The the this. paintings, they all have sm- all the good guys have small wieners, right? Oh, okay. right. Like you know Hercules, he, the yeah. statue is like yeah. this giant dude, but he's got like this baby dick, <laughs> and uh, it was because if you had a little tiny baby dick, it was said that you were a good guy, you had honest values, right? You know, you were essentially yeah. in God's favor. God gave you a tiny penis because you're a good person. Wow. Now, if you had a big old schlong, oh God, you were <laughs> considered, monster. yeah, you know, like just almost the, the satan of spawn you know like uh so this is where we went with this. <laughs> well, you well, said you wanted to make a sexual episode isn't that this funny is though sex like, episode. it was essentially taught in society yeah yeah that like if you if you slept with a man and he had a tiny wiener you'd have to be happy like yes god bless like he's a good man i've never heard of this before and, and no this is actually very legit yeah uh, this a, was probably comforting for a lot of guys like yes <laughs> I, I am a god he's I've, a good man i've never heard of this before yeah it, no it's a, so it's yeah there, there is actually a very interesting documentary <laughs> on uh how society has normalized large penises but in actuality like it's only yeah. recent. Yeah, this is a very recent thing. Yeah, like because oh. it's been centuries and centuries. Yeah, because like, I mean, it, it, so you know, you, you 
with porn and the perverse uh, internet out there, a uh, lot of Hell misinformation. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of misinformation has gotten out there. But like the 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 census that they do with women and stuff like that, actually, like the majority of them say, like, look, I just want an average penis. I'm good with that. I don't want a mash. You know, a massive dealing. <laughs> What I don't want it. A battering ram. <laughs> I don't want that demon dawn. Destroy yeah. my cervix. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you know, you joke about it, but that's essentially it. You know, they don't want this fucking, you know, arm with an elbow just ramming oh into their gosh, cervix. That sounds terrible. So and you, and you've got to understand a lot of these women were made to stay uh, virginal to their first mm, night. Yeah. And they're like, okay, well. Hopefully he's a good. Oh hell no, he's a demon man. <laughs> but they're like, oh, he was so gentle. He's a good boy. Oh you know what I mean? He's like been, he's been converted. Anyways, yeah, like, I'm sorry. We are talking about wieners size. <laughs> a lot of a lot. The We've I just lost feel like a lot of our yeah. Audience. It's like has left the chat. Oh, <laughs> uh, what is the window sign off thing or or from AOL? <laughs> yeah. Left the chat. I'll come back. I'll circle back on the other episode. <laughs> okay, so did you know that uh, Ed and Lorraine Warren actually battled a succubus? No, I didn't. That's interesting. Yes. So the Smurl haunting is the story that they get to join in on this battle against demonic, sexual, depraved demons. Dang. So later, Ed and Lorraine Warren would come to wits with a possible succubus. The Smurl haunting were claims made by Jack and Jeanette Smurl of West Pittston, Pennsylvania, who alleged that a demon inhabited their house between 1974 and 1989. Story goes that the Smurls moved into a double deck house or a double block house on Chase Street in West Pittston, Pennsylvania in August of 1986. They claimed that the premise was disturbed by a demon that caused loud noises and a bad odor. Threw their dog into a wall. Oh my god. Shook their mattress, pushed one of their daughters down a flight of stairs, and physically and sexually assaulted family members <coughs> on several occasions. Jesus. <coughs> yeah. So in 1986, the family brought in a pair of demonologists, Ed and Lorraine Warren. And according to Ed Warren, the demon that inhabited the Smurls' home was very powerful to his claim. Mm-hmm. And it shook mirrors and furniture after they tried to persuade it to leave by playing religious music and praying. <laughs> Warren claimed he felt a drop in the temperature and saw a dark mass from in the home. And the demon once left a message on a mirror telling him to get out. Hmm. After months of investigation, Warren alleged that he had a number of audio tapes containing knocking and rapping caused by the demon. And I'll let... The conclusion float out there just in case we ever want to cover this. Mm-hmm. So there is still more to this story. Okay. Right? Okay. So now. That wasn't my phone. Oh, was that me? Oh, yeah, that wasn't. Maybe that was me. Okay. So now I actually want to come into present time where we tell of a story of a man being attacked by a demon, a okay. current story. Okay. So. In December 2012, in Bakersfield, California, a young man named Ethan had a demonic encounter. After returning from school, Ethan was tired and worn out, but still had plenty of homework to do. He worked late into the night before collapsing into bed. 
He fell asleep instantly, but did not sleep soundly. He dreamt that an evil being was in his home, and it was trying to get into his room. It finally broke in, and as soon as it did, Ethan jolted awake with a ringing sound in his ear. Ethan felt the demon. It was on the wall behind his head, holding Ethan's limbs down. It had something in his ear, and his left ear began to vibrate violently. The strange sensation spread his ear, uh, through his ear to his right ear as well. Ethan fought as best as he could, but could not break free. He cursed at the beam and tried to free his arms and legs. The demon only laughed at him, an eerie and horrific sound that was neither deep nor high-pitched. The demon cried out, soon, and released Ethan. Ethan then sat up rapidly, leaping out of the bed to turn on the lights. But when the lights flooded his room, bedroom, there was nothing out of the ordinary. However, Ethan's dogs were acting abnormal, barking and leaping at the door and trying to desperately to get into their owner. He went to the bathroom and was startled to see his reflection in the mirror. His eyes were bloodshot with the whites of his eyes completely red. Ethan realized that he had been visited by a succubus demon. Ethan remains to this day terrified of the demon returning, but has not had anything uh, happen ever again. Wow. So, there are actually documented medical uh, studies on this. And I didn't want to get into it because it, again, it gets kind of touchy. Mm-hmm. Because when these, these, uh, so it's sad to say that even as early as our century, right? Like even within the, the, the last century, that medicine still wasn't at the point that it is right now. Because instead of understanding these men's mental health, they pawned it off on their mental health and did nothing to try to like, uh, help them mm-hmm. by saying that they're just delusional so on and so forth that this is down syndrome or whatever and uh there there's there it's it's even i was kind of uncomfortable reading some of these things the way they were trying to say that you know like uh their their experiences whether true or not because there was one where the guy did wake up in the study with like physical marks that weren't there before and uh, they, they were saying that he must have done them to himself because, you know, he has mental health problems. So those were some pretty cool little stories. That sounds interesting. But yeah, that does suck that they're just writing him off as mental health issues instead of just trying to get to the problem. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, like it's it's the just widely known in the paranormal field. Um Whenever something strange or crazy is happening to you, the first go-to is you're either stressed, you're mm, having yeah, a mental yeah. breakdown, or, you know, it's something like that. Some Something's not right with you. It, it, it has to be everything but what's actually happening. Right, right. You know, there's... Oh, yeah. Yeah, and you know, I guess you do make a good point, right? Like, it, I guess it is in, like, human nature to try to explain it away. Like, ah, oh, there's got to be something wrong with me, right? Like, there's got to be... Something and going on. One of the most important factors is that there's no test to to right. to diagnose someone that they have mental health issues. There's just no test. It's just a yeah. fact. You can't go to the doctor and go, "Hey, I, I think I might have mental health issues," and they'll go, oh, "Okay, I, you know, pee in this cup, and we'll tell you." Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's just not possible. You know, there's it, 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 as far as medicine goes, we still haven't gotten there. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, we just chalk it up to that. You know, I, I want to say a lot of the um, soldiers, military people, people in like high stress jobs, if they do start to feel something paranormal, the first thing that they chalk it up to is PTSD or, or something yeah. in that, that yeah, area. Yeah. You know, you, it's everything but that. So paranormal field, very tricky waters. <laughs> Just what I was uh, trying to convey, guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I totally agree. So we are kind of uh, coming to the end, our conclusion of our little journey here. So I want to leave out there it, it, I'm, and I'm sure somebody can find this article and find the details to this summoning ritual. Uh-oh. Uh, but somebody does actually tell of a story that they tried summoning a demon and they come to their own conclusion about it. Okay. So like I said, this guy, he, he was actually a, uh, and, and it seems very simple, but who knows what, uh, you know, the ritual detailed. And like I said, maybe it's out there for somebody to find. Right. So after much deliberation on whether this should be attempted, the uh, the the our, our our user right or this this storyteller this this person who is telling us the story of his experience came to the conclusion that he would attempt to summon his own succubus. Sounds like a bad idea. So, <laughs> does it really? Yes. <laughs> Anywho, does it really? Mm. So, if you could summon Zach right now, would you? Why not? I'm not ready for that. <coughs> what? <laughs> I'm not dressed for that. Look at me. I'm still in my work clothes. <laughs> I'm still in my work clothes. Hopefully he doesn't have a devil dong. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, sorry. No, I think for as far down as he sags his pants, I think he's a good guy. He's a good man. <laughs> he's, he's a good man. I can't with y'all. Anyways, continue. <laughs> okay, so uh, I'm just going to be jumping into the ritual at the point... Because he goes on to really kind of...